Welcome to the 2020-30 podcast. I am Magdalena. And I am Max. From Studio MMO4 and we are also the organizers of the 2020-30, the Berlin Fashion Summit. Today we are bringing a community class to you, happened at the 2020-30, the Berlin Fashion Summit in January. And the class includes our dearest speakers, Alice Bayer-Schuch and Andreas Bote, both from Detufato, a brand by Bay City, and Dietmar Hipp from CHT Group, uh, a German chemical specialist um, really focused also on cradle-to-cradle chemics. And it will be really interesting to listen to how they managed to do one of the cradle-to-cradle jeans products made in Bangladesh. And it is also made to biodegrade. So it has quite some challenges to overcome in the process. And they are giving really deep insights and how they overcame the challenges. Yes, and it is especially spectacular because it's not just certified products, it's a fully certified brand. So everything that Tufato does is cradle-to-cradle -cradle certified and that is quite a, a new approach and we are especially happy to see that this is happening in Bangladesh in close collaboration with Bangladesh uh, stakeholders and we can see that there is finally also some, some movement there now. Eh? There's also uh, a new conference in Bangladesh, by the way, on the 15th of June, there will be the first Bangladesh Circular Economy Summit um, which is organized by the Bangladeshi Apparel Exchange and uh, we will be part of that as well. So we can see now that finally there is a new kind of dynamic in the Bangladesh market and that's driven by circularity. And uh, we are super proud to be a partner with this conference because it will be the first spin-off of the 2020-30 summit and it will happen in Bangladesh. And I think it is so important to actually take the discussions and involve other stakeholders also from the production countries because we are usually sitting in Europe, in the Western world and discussing all these sustainability topics since years. And uh, it is still not enough um Uh, exchange between different stakeholders. Absolutely. I mean, especially if you look at the new and generally fantastic EU textile strategy. I mean, obviously, we love where it's going, where it's heading, even though it has a lot of challenges still. But if you really look at it, it is a shame that it's still very Eurocentric in the way how it's designed. And we need more dialogue with our production partners. We need more policymakers to exchange um, between these countries. And I think this is something that hopefully can be catered through that summit in Bangladesh as well. I think so too. And this is why I'm also uh, personally very happy that we bring uh, our discussions, our minds there and also exchange and learn a lot and listen a lot. So about listening, I give the stage to the community class of Deto Fato by Bay City and CHT Group. Hi, everyone. The Deto Fato impact was something that we are talking already yesterday. So about the brand, we have the company and how we want to scale it up, how we want to kind of bring a positive impact to different brands um, within our company, but our, our, um, to also outside. Um, my name is Alice. Um, I'm the product manager for Circular Fashion Products at Bay City. Bay City is part of Schmidt Group. That is uh, um, with different brands. We are working 
for a long time already in the industry, so with a family um, company with more than 100 years right, of history. And this is our slogan, sustainability for everyone. And this is uh, what we are trying to do really hard every day. For that, I would like to invite our head of CSR, Andreas Bote, to just explain a little bit about the history of the company and how we kind of developed this from the beginning. I mentioned it yesterday already to, for those, to those uh, for you who are not there. I will try to give a short wrap-up of the company uh, just very quickly. Um, as Alice said, we're working for a company called Bay City, which is actually a textile importing company for ready-made garments out of Asia, mainly out of Bangladesh, which is our main hub for production. We're more focused these days about circular knitted items like t-shirts, sweats, hoodies and so on, as well as on denims. These are the main product schools we're getting out of uh, Bangladesh, um, setting up with um, our team there on the ground. Going back in history, Alice mentioned over 100 years, exactly 1906, there was the founding of the company. It's a family-owned business since then, in the fourth generation, actually. Um, it's leading by the family, and they've been the whole history or whole journey on textile development right from the beginning. And they started with the fiber selling, then they went into yarns, from yarns to fabric. In fact, they did a lot of uh, denim fabrics that time. Um, importing to Germany, to the companies who made the denims at that time. Um, yeah, and then end of 70s, 80s, beginning, mid of 80s, they then went to uh, uh, ready-made garments. They went to Asia at the very early stage, developed things. And uh, yeah, um, it, uh, then the, the journey started in terms of sustainability approximately 10 to 12 years back. Um, just around that horrible incident happened at Rana Plaza, which will be uh, the 10th year um, this year. So it's quite a long time already. But during that time, we developed a lot of sustainable um, certificates and processes. And we developed this together with our supply chain partners. And yesterday, we had a um, called uh, short introduction of it. And we are quite happy that our colleague, our team lead for environmental and sustainability, Mr. Chauvreau, was with us on the VC um, background yesterday um, because um, he did a tremendous job. He supported us a lot in terms of developing our cradle-to-cradle -cradle collection for C2C. So that's why we stand at the moment. You can see a lot of um, um, yeah, labels and certificates there. We did a lot as a customer request, but we did a lot of also from on our own interest. We're driven by ourselves to really bring that sustainability topic to each and every one. It should not be that sustainability should not be a topic for the the yeah the high class, rich and premium parts. It should be for everyone. That's our goal. This is what we do. That's what we drive. And uh, now we are here on stage uh, with our latest development and uh, yeah quite happy that Alice is with us she can give you more detailed view more information about the development work the detailed nitty-gritty things and uh, furthermore I don't know if you want to introduce um, but I can also take this over there's the guy in the first row which is Dietmar Dietmar from the CHT our VIP guest yeah <laughs> <laughs> Dietmar, come on stage just shortly, just introduce yourself and your company quickly. Um, Dietmar is working for a company on the textile industry part, textile chemical industry part, and we are quite happy that we have a relation already for a couple of years um, because he has uh, the team on the ground in Bangladesh, same as we do, so there is a connection there and there's a connection here, though it's a perfect fit. So 
Would you be so kind to say something about yourself and of your company? That would be great for the audience. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Also, my name is Dietmar. I'm a textile chemist. And the, our company, CHT, is based in Tübingen, South Germany. What we are producing are dye stuffs and textile auxiliaries. So this is our, our main, main business. We do it since more than 80 years. And, and, and to, to produce that kind of things is, uh, is, a, is a very, let's say, a, a task with, you need a, a lot of responsibility, yeah, because Absolutely. we are the, the guys, I always say, we make the harmful substances. So, <laughs> and, and therefore it's, uh, it's really nice to have a, a brand like, uh, Bay City and Detofato and to develop the, the chemicals in a different way, yeah, from 50 years petrol based chemistry. Now we are thinking about biodegradable dye stuffs and things. Yeah. And this is, Uh, let's say this in, was in that almost all colors and in almost all colors and, and all <laughs> colors yeah perhaps we can we can talk we can later on the on the details a little Definitely. bit because it's it's very very nice and a lot of challenges are are behind that things yeah? absolutely thank you gentlemen as we said so we deep dive um, into our super Circular fashion product. A um, few years ago, I mean, we started talking about sustainability more than 10 years ago, as Andreas just said. And then we just stepped a few years back and said, okay, we want to do a circular product. What is that? What is that, actually? What should we consider? Can, can you come out with some words? What is a circular product? What is it? Recycled materials? No. Biodegradable. Yes, big topic. Thanks so much. No toxic chemicals. What else? What is in a circular product? What, is, what, what should you consider when we are talking circular product? So we are really like trying to get the big words to put them together. And we got, for sure, the recycled materials is one approach to circularity. We have the certifications, right? So you're certified in a different level, in different certifications. We also are talking about some circular content, sustainability in a different perspective. Non-toxic deals, we mentioned. No, no toxic relationships, including with our chemical suppliers. Um, design strategies, not to forget, right? I am a fashion designer, but I like to work in the background and I like to see how things are, are done. So, but I, I cannot forget like the product can offer even more benefit, can do a different approach when we use different strategy and can have a different outcome. So we also have this in the agenda. Recyclability of the product, right? Recycled materials and recyclables are two different things. Biodegradability, big topic for us, and also the business models. But we, we are also aware a few years ago, um, we could not tackle everything at the same time, so we just choose to go for specific points. And the challenge was huge. The challenge our CEO was just like posing us, offering us to tackle was just like, let's go for the highest um, certification we can get in relate to circularity and approach like the biodegradable side. So what we, we need to focus on. For the certifications, we said, let's go for credit to credit. We want to do at minimal gold level, what is not an easy challenge. You may know already. Um, Non-toxic deals is part of the whole thing, so we, we had to find that partner that was also working in the field. And we focus on the biodegradable side. Now we could focus only on the recyclable side, also for the gold certified, but we said, no, let's go one step further. Let's try to do the whole thing in a holistic way, 
really like big. A little bit of um, history. Cradle to Cradle concept is quite new, quite new. 20 years old, um, 2002 was um, promoted or informed, brought to the market. We had the certification in since 2010. And um, in 2015, we had the circular economy with Ellen MacArthur Foundation and so on, saying credit to credit is really part of the circular economy. We should consider this as one pillar. And we understood this in the company as well. It was really, really important um, information to start to work with so we can get the proper outcome to work in the future. It's a really holistic approach to that. And I'm really happy to say that in a few years, we got like four certifications in different levels. As you can see, we have two gold certifications um, for different categories. We have here some examples for sure. So this T-shirt is Pure Nature. We have a gold certified product, Cradle to Cradle. But we also have jeans, no gold, gold certified, um, that is coming now in summer. But we also have silver certification when we have some viscose um, content and uh, we have also bronze certification, which we are not using in Detofato, but we also offer it to our clients as an open door to start to work with Cradle to Cradle in a different level. So uh, we also have to consider different perspectives from our client side. So we have all four certifications in two years and it was quite interesting to develop um, all of them in a so short time. But what is that? What is that to work with credit to credit certification? Um, as I said, we have the different levels and we have the different requirements. So we have to check everything. When we are talking about gold, we have to assess everything we are using in this, uh, in this product. But what are we using in this product, right? So you have to list everything and you have to get to your supplier and check, okay, what is he using inside this product? What my factory is, uh, is doing as processes? How is the water management? How is the renewable energy topic in that, uh, in that factory? Sorry. So it is also like an equation that when we start about the product, when we think about the product, we have to put in balance and analyze e every niche step. So it's not a normal path of saying, I'm developing for that season. Um, rather, I think a product and I have to test all the materials, all the involved partners and see how, how they are doing, what we are doing, what we are using, and if that is okay for that level we are wishing to have or not, if we have to change something and start the conversation again. So it's um, a really, really long, long time conversation. We have to analyze five points when we talk cradle to cradle, right? So we have the material health, said so as material health certification is helping us a lot. So it means a material has already approved, it's approved for cradle to cradle use. We have Dietmar here from CHT company. They have a lot of dye stuff, cradle to cradle certified, even in the platinum level, really like good stuff good chemistry to use, you know, um, and then it's easing our work a lot because then we just kind of, okay, I can use that, 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 this is easy, but it not works, it, it does not work all the time with the whole process and we are going to get that later on. We have the product circularity to analyze, so just an extra information, we are now working holistically in a new pilot about return um, logistics 
to get the products back, but it's also part of circularity for sure. We have clean air and climate protection. Um, for gold level, we have at least to offset 50% of that, but we also want to, we are aiming for climate neutrality in the production, so trying to analyze all this data and how we can like even reduce that impact. Um, water soil stewardship, as I mentioned, no water management in the production, this is more related to the, to the production phase. And the social fairness, for sure, is also part of credit to credit, and we have to tackle that. It's very, very important topic we go for. As we mentioned, um, we are working in Bangladesh, so you may know that's a really conventional way of producing fashion, but we said, let's try to change the status quo, let's, let's try to make it different, let's put them on board and see if we can then change that situation and offer them a better structure to work with and better opportunities in the future. When we think about uh, European regulations coming in for 2030, that have to comply with circularity, so we may kind of offer them the possibility of working with this market in beforehand. As I mentioned, the Tofat organic cotton is there. We have also, oh, even our material health for the cotton t-shirts, it's platinum level, so our material is really like free of any hazardous chemicals, it's a really healthy one. I, I may always like say a joke, we can even eat that, you know, it's no, no, no problem at all. It's just pure nature, as I mentioned. We have the viscose items with the silver certification, and then we have some bronze items, and also the denim collection, which is the one was um, the hardest one to get. Um, that was um, almost four years of development, getting the whole structure, partners, materials, chemicals, uh, non-disclosure agreement signed, and so on. But we have to have, for summer, now some items out there, and in this specific topic, I would like to go deeper with you to exchange and see if we can manage this together to create, again, this path uh, of the development. Designing a jeans for biodegradability. So we are talking about designing a jeans, right? So we said we would like to go for gold, for biodegradable. What should I consider? What are the main groups of things I should put in my development? Wordings, come out. Materials, I have to check. What else? Disassembly. Oh, come on, no. <laughs> this is too further. <laughs> we, have, we have some topics, and I put them all together. For sure, we have eight topics in groups analyzed, and each of them, they bring us many, many questions. And those questions we face during the process is what I would like to share with you. The manufacturer side, as I said, who is with us, no? Healthy materials is one part of designing for circularity. Chemistry and this long, wet process we have to face for, um, for dyeing, for undying, for making this used effect in the genes, right? We, have, we also want to have that, maybe. So, trims and labeling, what do we need inside for branding, uh, for regulation, care label, how to do that, how to approach that, no? Sewing thread is also part of... Um, our jeans, no? which one should we use? And the packaging, for sure. Um, for the version we apply for the certification, for the credit to credit certification, we are not um, considering the packaging, but as a sustainable brand, we have to consider that packaging. I cannot develop everything for biodegradability and then suddenly give you like in a plastic bag. Anyway, we are going to get there. Um, the manufacturer. 
Which questions popped up at that time? Conditions, working conditions, absolutely. This is like one main topic. As I said before, water management, renewable energy, this is everything in the hand of that supplier. Which supplier is then taking a chance to go with us in this path? Who are there developing for us already that would say, yes, I would go with you. I would like to, to try to develop something different. Where are the social standards? How about energy, water management? research and development, how is the team working in that producer, right? Because we have to have a transparent communication with that research and development. They know what is happening there inside, which could support our development, how to get better outcome afterwards. So this transparent communication is really, really important. All these questions answered, we found someone really willing to go and said, okay, yes, I can do. Um, we had to fulfill for sure many, many of those formulas and checking the whole data and, and um, standards inside the company, what they have for certifications already and so on. Tackle, right? One topic. We had like eight groups here. Healthy materials. What is that? I mean, I have to get the proper material. What do I want to offer in my jeans? Which kind of material should I use? Right? I can think really fast. Organic cotton, yeah? Right, perfect, this is done. Should I offer some stretchy option together? What are the possibilities there? Is there any certified material I could use already that would um, easy the whole process? So as I said, if you, you go for organic cotton, it's already a really, really good input, right? But I have to consider the other inputs, what I'm adding to that. And without forgetting, we have also to think about price range, MOQs, delivery times, or whatever is involved in any kind of sourcing of new materials, right? And put everything in the equation. If we don't have any certified material out there, can I find, again, a new supplier which would take a chance to work with us in the material development and then step back and say, okay, I develop with my organic cotton, with the biodegradable elastan, with the nice chemicals that coming soon. And then I have to kind of consider this manufacturer as well in my certification. He's also a, a, a producer, right? So it's not only the first one that was saying, sewing, but now again I add a new one and then I have to go again to social standards and check everything and go to one slide back and check that again in the second company. But it makes sense and we found two of them willing to, to go for us and say, okay, I developed the whole material for you and I deliver it to the manufacturer and they can sew in the whole thing. But then we have the chemistry. Those guys from the chemistry, blah. Now those with these complicated words and we don't want to read about those names. So they are all difficult to mention, but there are really good alternatives outside. But not only about dyeing, what we are using for dyeing, which kind of process would we go? We know we have for dyeing process a really, really long way of dyeing and lots of water and energy and heating and, 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 and. But could we use for our dyeing um, of the, the, the denim no? a different process? Or even afterwards for the used effect, can I use a different process? And then we got a kind of really interesting discussion 
there in Tübingen with the CHT guys for the jeans department and they really like put on the table the whole possibilities of working with different finishings, working with different technologies. And Dietmar, if you don't mind, I really would love you to explain a bit about the whole short process of working with fog, um, a, a little bit of the benefits of working with the products and the uh, short process you can offer. Uh, yes, yes, for sure. It's, it's working? Yeah, okay. Uh, yes, I, I, I don't want to, to tell uh, too much details about chemicals because it could be also a little bit boring, but at the end it is, it is definitely not. Yeah. So w what we are doing at the, at the beginning is, is it, especially for denim, we make it dark blue. Yeah. And afterwards we destroy it again. So this is a little bit what is, what is common for, for, for denim. Yeah. And 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 we destroy the indigo uh, with uh, with bleaching chemicals. Yeah, and and what is mo mostly used on on this planet is our chemicals, which are really not nice. Kalium permanganate, for for example, is a is a very good bleaching agent, yeah. but it's we have far away from cradle to cradle. <laughs> yeah, it's really not nice. So we have we have other other. It's it's called the system is called Organ IQ, and it's another bleaching uh, effects, uh, no? chemical to to do that. But what I want to to to, to point out is the let's say the uh, a small detail which I think is very interesting, and this is about the yarn. I know it come, comes it's afterwards. It's going to come afterwards. Yeah, but <laughs> nevertheless, let me let me tell this story because there is a. That the yarn in a in a normal jeans is a polyester yarn, yeah, which is not biodegradable. So, but he's messing up my presentation now. No. I'm going to sit. <laughs> no, <laughs> Go no. forward. Just just two minutes, just to to give you this, because this makes uh, this the, the, makes the real huge. problems. Yeah, exactly. The real problems. Yeah, we have we got already a cradle to cradle certified bleaching system. Yeah, this this you can buy, this you can use. Yeah, it's uh, it's with less water. It's very nice. Yeah, but the the, the difficulties yeah are, are the details, and this is for example this yarn, and it, it's close to impossible for a denim, uh, denim designer that is not orange anymore or the, you yeah. know this special here this color yeah orange or yellow and it's impossible to change the color yeah but the problem is if you if you make a cradle to cradle jeans you cannot use polyester you have to use cotton for the biodegradable side what we are now challenging yeah. ourselves to you do know. and and to dye, I need, I have a different dyeing system for polyester than for cotton. Yeah? And the problem is, if I use cotton, then the orange color will disappear after bleaching. And then I have... I, I have mean, the same process of bleaching the cotton of the jeans is also kind of re reaching here my cotton sewing thread. And I lose, I lose the color, right? It's just like fading. And then... Uh, we got a kind of surprise. Uh, we have a salmon-like salmon color of the afterwards, which were uh, um, not wished, and we had to start again. Yeah, and then <laughs> it's, it becomes interested for us. Yeah? Yeah. Then, then we have reactive dye stuffs. They are not stable. Yeah? They are cradle to cradle, but they are not stable. Modern microphone. Sorry. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so uh, then we started to use wet dyes. Yeah? But the wet dyes, yeah, we have to, to change a little bit, but... 
at the end they are not certified yeah? so you also have to do the certification which takes a little bit time yeah? but these are the real challenges be behind to do a cradle to cradle product yeah? and and uh, therefore we have so a, a close collaboration yeah? and as a CHD it's really nice to to also to challenge my company yeah? to do that and they say hey, we have very good color fastness is perfect yeah? but we need it now in cradle to cradle standard yeah? I have to convince my R&D which are working since Again, 30 years. Again transparent communication yeah, with R&D is a good... But at the end now we have this, this, this wet dice and it's possible. Yeah, yeah? we got it. Uh, yeah. This is not the final one, for sure. Yeah. This is uh, still the <laughs> orange-like alternative, okay. right? But I hope I, I didn't destroy your no, presentation No, 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 I, I can fix it up. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> no, it's really like what they are offering. It's a short process, really like working with the dye stuff for the denim in a fog way without using that much of water. Um, really like spraying it, let's say, in the garment with different chemicals that are not like... Um, uh, hazardous at all and then we have the whole finishing afterwards for the pants but we could also use different technologies and we 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 tried as well so we can go for laser right so we also are able to do that we try that but we could not get a nice finishing at least not at this point but we also can consider different alternatives not only the wet process of making no nah, use it garments um just for you an extra kind of um, info. When we are developing cradle-to-cradle -cradle items, we have to develop a bill of materials, a list of all ingredients we are using in that product. This is um, a short overview. I took out some some columns, um, it's much bigger, but we have to list everything we are using and all categories. I mean, the tangible materials, cotton, elastan, buttons, labels, whatever we are using that. And then we have the chemicals, dye stuff, printing stuff, auxiliaries, softeners, whatever we are, bleaching agent we are, we are using on that. For that jeans that we just uh, show you, we have like 42, only 40 positions, 42 positions. So we have 42 ingredients to analyze. And each ingredient, we have to talk with the supplier to see which are the chemicals, if the chemicals are right or not, if the cotton is well done or not. Um, but we have for other certification levels up to 57 positions in that list that we have to go every one with the supplier and check. So it's a kind of really, really slow fashion, very slow fashion process um, to get that out and running. So that's why when we are starting a development, we have to think, first of all, of timeless products as a design approach at first, because we cannot kind of handle the season, cannot guarantee that the whole supply chain is going to say, yes, look, I have here the whole material listed I can give you in two weeks and that's all. No. So we have to, to count on the long, long term. Um, trims and labelings. Then we have, a, again, a new question. What to do with the trims? We are working for biodegradability. Um, I have here a second-hand pants. We have a metal. We have a zipper. They are metal, right? They are button metal zipper. I have the eyelets as well. But I cannot consider that in my pant. How can I do this, right? What are the options out there that could also work for the biodegradable side? No? Um, that would look nice. Um, um, care label. Care label, we know we are talking about regulations. When we are talking about developing one product for my brand that I'm saying, I'm only selling this in Germany. So I know that I can write the care label, just two informations in German and that's all. But if we open any other 
care label product for an international brand, we have a kind of Bible inside with seven pages hanging there, mostly of the time in polyester, printed both sides. How can I translate that information, that legal information, to my product? How? What can I use? What is QR code? Allowed at the, until a certain point. We tried already, yeah, but we still have to kind of offer legal information. We have to mention for UK that you are not supposed to get close to fire. We have to mention for US that you cannot use for children purpose. Or you have to mention for France now the sorting and recycle system with an icon that should be 2.7 centimeters long. And how to put this in my, my garment if I want to to sell internationally, if I want to offer this to a private label that is selling internationally. Really challenging. This is a really, really challenging small point and not so sexy at all. Okay. Um, brand, not the branding. We have here in the past, we have like the letter patch. What can you use to kind of offer this normal visual that also would be biodegradable, that, that also would be credit to credit certified in a gold level? We got that, we have that, but we thought, okay, we may think in a different way. Why should we use that? Why can I not brand this in a different way? And put it in a different way, so getting embroidery. Nice, but then if I do embroidery, I also have to have a structure behind that. So I do, oh, I do need also to add this interlining. Where is the interlining? Which would be biodegradable, and the chemistry, that glue on top. Oh. Okay, step back again. Let's go for the next one. That everything is checked, possibilities are checked, who is offering what, and then you kind of face, okay, those are brands or companies doing a really, really amazing work, but it's a really specific work, and they most have kind of a specific conditions. So they have long delivery times, they have high MOQs, what is absolutely understandable because they have a lot of investment and time on developing a great product, but we also have to put that in my equation, right? And how about the prices? And if I put all together, how can I get that out? Can I calculate with them my economy of scale? Okay, if I produce 3,000 pieces, if I produce 300,000 pieces, how would that be? So I can also offer to my client the next um, step. Okay, if you do a little bit more, we can get a better price. And even though we are talking about sustainability, we want to pay the fair price, but we also want that our client or we as a brand, we sell the product afterwards to, to all of us, right? So we have a kind of also price consideration in our calculation. Any certified materials out there, right? Who is the manufacturer that also could develop this for us? Maybe we can go back to a trim manufacturer and say, look, we also can develop this for us, right? We don't have to import from China, from India. We can maybe develop inside of Bangladesh. Questions, questions, questions. As you can see, we are kind of four years long only answering questions and sometimes answering multiple questions at the same time and get the whole structure like as branches of a tree, you know, it's growing, 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 and then you have all the leaves are possible answers, and then you have to pick one to go to the next step. And then you realize, oh, that was not the good one. So let's go back and again, pick another one. And for to pick that second leaf, you have to climb again the tree to the top, pick the leaf, and then go again. It's a really long, long way of developing things. But we did it. We did it. This is good. The sewing thread, now the surprise is gone. We had 
huge issues with the summit thread. Um, first of all, biodegradable summit thread, we don't have that many. But you can say, okay, let's go for the easy ways. We go for the cellulose summit thread, and then we have the dying possibilities, no? Reactive dyes are not working, otherwise they get like salmon-like or any similar color, or even pink, if you <laughs> take the wrong color. And then you have to develop a special dye stuff, and then you have to talk with the summit thread supplier to put them together with the chemical supplier and test and retest and test again the test that was retested. Um, and after, at the end, we had some issues there. Um, again, we had some issues there. We had to, to check the whole weight, for example, of the sewing thread in relation to the whole genes to see where we can apply each kind of sewing thread to get the product as we would like to. We want to have 100% biodegradable genes. And this was our task, big task in this moment. We put everyone in one table and we are almost there. Um, as I said, the packaging. We cannot offer a 100% biodegradable item. Here I have some, even the buttons, no? I have a 100% biodegradable item with buttons, with sewing thread, with label, and then I have the whole material here. I cannot hang that hang tag with a plastic <coughs> pin, right? And I cannot send this in a plastic product. This is a product package. So we also develop a product package. Um, it's not supposed to hang, so that's why it's folding. But also this product package is special for the biodegradable side. That is a really durable one. That is a biodegradable one. That's a reusable one. It's a strong one. It's humidity tests. And it's this one already had a long, long trip behind it. So came already from Bangladesh, was tested. And then we sent to our customer. And then we send up to our customer also in a paper bag. This is a paper bag. And we have to guarantee that this paper bag is used and reused because we have to get the return, right? And at the end, we just threw this in the paper recycle as the other ones, as the whole concept of the collection is, right? We have to think about that as well. And who is doing that? Oh, I did not put this. Who is doing that for us, right? Who could? develop as alternative, we have different, we see around now the big players, they are also working with paper for the e-commerce, not changing slowly. Paper is maybe not the best solution, but is the one we could work now. No, we have like traceless out there that would just dissolve and this is the option we can offer so far, but we know this is not the end of the whole, the whole situation, right? So here we are, we have our jeans. And um, I, am, I am very proud to, to say we are not 100% biodegradable. We are 98% plus biodegradable. And this is like the further amount of biodegradability any jeans cradle to cradle in the market got. So we are really like the highest biodegradable, the most biodegradable, if we can say. No, thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks. This is like the most biodegradable jeans that we are going to launch in summer. Um, we also like decided for ourselves that we would launch this proud with our 98%. And um, 
the first one that's gold credit credit certified that has a circularity ID. So for us, it's not only about offering a product, it's also like checking what else we can do. So transparently, the information is going to be there for you. Now we have the whole um, QR code. We have QR code in our t-shirts as well, so you can scan that and tackle that. And also to work with the return and see what else we can do, right? So we are proud. We don't want you to throw this away. We don't want to throw it away. We know our product is biodegradable up to 98% plus. But this is not the target. We want to recycle that. We know that this is recycle recyclable, right? So we did not stop there. We are talking with different partners for the return, for the reuse, for compostable to check what is that inside and so on. How we could work for the next step. And here we have our next collection. Um, I put them here. In general, we had uh, the first collection. We had um, cotton and viscose items, men and women, really basic ones. And the most or the, the main focus was to produce something in that supply chain that would be gold or silver certified as we could get um, in that supply chain. But now we start a new development. What else can we offer? And I'm, again, really proud to mention, we add really interesting KPIs to, to, to our developments in the short term. So we are including in the next collections the transparency with the QR code. We are including durable products that we really tested for the durability of the material and the whole sewing stretch and so on. We are offering undyed materials, so it's not that we don't like the chemist guys, but we thought the nature can also offer us something interesting in regards to color. Why should we dye everything we can just like work without, right? So it's also an option that we are adding and considering, like what are the different approaches we can go. Uh, we have reversible items. And then I go back to reversible items. What do I do with that huge care label I have to put inside, right? But as uh, exploration and each, each moment, each step of the product, what else can I offer to glorify, to magnify that whole um, stress, no, but that whole work we are doing in the background? Right? We are working really hard to offer a really good material. We are working here really hard to offer you a health product and that you can use for your yoga collection. This is just a pilot. Please don't have a look on that things. But can I offer you something else? Can I do this reversible? Why not? Why not? What should I do for make this in the in for you as a client more interesting that only buying one single nice gold certified product, right? So this is like the approach we are going and increasing like the, the different strategies we are adding to the collection. We also add multi-use items, so you can use in a different way. Also as a benefit for client, we also add the uh, genderless items. So genderless, big sized, that would fit whoever wants to buy, why we should name it a t-shirt, woman, man, item, well, we have some restrictions when we talk about uh, online marketplaces and so on, but even though we would like to try also like to offer this in a broader way, right? We have design activists, um, and this is like the message we are trying to convey, that we incre include this in the design. 
And um, we have really, from the beginning, we had 15 items that they are they were biodegradable. So that was the hashtag. And now I have more than 71 different hashtags being used in the, in the whole um, amount of the collection, including this recyclable biodegradable items. So it's a really, really nice and interesting approach we are, we are doing inside uh, the company and allowing us the, to offer to our clients as well. So as I said, we start with two topics, but we are going further and we are tackling in the next collections all of them. And we still have one here, recycled materials, that is going to come in the regulation that we have to use as a challenge one. We still did not find a solution how to add to our gold certified products recycled materials because of the traceability of the material, because we don't know what is inside. So when we are talking about gold, it's really like a challenging one. But here we are. The circle is there. We are working in each, in each step with different approaches and trying to, to build in the company a culture of circularity on thinking from the beginning what could be done differently so the outcome would be beneficial for all of us as humanity, as as world, as um, um, nature, but also that would make business sense for our suppliers there for the future and for the, our customers. Um, if you did not join yet, we have an Instagram account that would be now probably more um, um, used. And um, we have a transparent channel that's called Ask Alice. You just write there the questions you may have and this I receiving your questions and I just answer or try to answer the questions we received so far. We have some videos already there. Um, but this is just like open to you as I am here now for questions. So I hope you had a kind of nice time. Um, that was short. <laughs> no, that was long. Andreas, would you like to say something? Yes, I would like to say something and I would like to say thank you, Alice. <laughs> thank you, Alice, for doing such a tremendous job. Yeah. Thank you. I really have to say that now I can slow down a little bit, step back a little bit. So <laughs> as I started <laughs> the thing was, in the that beginning. That was your job in the beginning, no, 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 no. yeah? <laughs> <laughs> but you you take it over, luckily, luckily. <laughs> No, I'm quite happy that LSE did this kind of job here. And um, as I mentioned in the beginning, so that kind of topic is very important for us. So it's not about just having another certificate, nothing, not having um, another things we can attract customer with. It's really a mindset. We really want to change things. And LSE is now really spreading the word in to the teams, to with the designers, with the product manager, even. Um, with all the colleagues who were involved in, in, in uh, developing the products in the long run, even to the um, guys in the sales or in the, uh, in the buying uh, department. Um, she really trusts I'm, 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 I'm not only a product manager. No? I'm kind of no, getting no, no, like no, 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 no. everyone like, now you have you to do really that. Like a, <laughs> really like a botschafter. I don't know the English word yet. So, <laughs> um, uh, for circularity in the, in the company. So this is really what we want to change. We want to change the whole system of developing the garment, starting with the design, how to make it so, um, circular, how to make it more sustainable in a way that we really want to say, okay, if this working on circularity items, we also want to change it and we want to make it also workable in other items as you mentioned so if there's a development for buttons or prints or whatsoever why won't we why don't we use this in other um, 
products as well. No matter what kind of circle, um, certification we have reached, we can also spray, take this and we can develop this further. We do this together with the CHT, we do this together with other partners. Um, you mentioned Circularity ID would be the very, very um, hot topic coming up. It would be very much um, interesting to see what kind of reactions we're getting. And um, as you mentioned, the circle on the on the chart before, it's just a quarter past 12. We're just on the way. We just have the products ready. And now we're very happy to, or we're very curious to see what's coming next and what experience we're making. Yeah, on we, ta we tackle the first three topics, material design production, and then we get to the other ones. In yeah. front of us. And not, for, not, not, not to forget, I would also like to thank somebody who is not on the stage today, but with us on the stage on the VC um, wall yesterday, our colleague Shufro from uh, our Bangladesh office, who is in close contact with the suppliers. And without him and the team on the ground, would not even not possible to manage these kind of things because we were talking to him. He was then connecting us to the suppliers and he was also helping us a lot on the ground to develop things then further. Um, so that was really a teamwork and this was uh, something which I'm very proud of um, being in charge for the whole CSR department. Thank you for giving us so many insights on how to design and manufacture a cradle-to-cradle a product in Bangladesh, which is also biodegradable. And I actually learned a lot and also about some unexpected effects, like the changing of color of sewing stretch after the bleaching process. I wouldn't know that that would happen, but uh, it's also nice to hear that you obviously solved all these small problems. And also mentioning that you are on a way on uh, like... You know, changing processes, changing chemicals, that's not the solution which will stay probably forever. I think it's so interesting. You only find these things out when you try, isn't it? So that's also why I'm so amazed and I'm so thankful that they do uh, go through all these processes for years. And But now hopefully it was worth it. I'm also very impressed uh, by the um, way of working together and collaboration because yes. these type of products and innovations can only happen if you're really like having a lot of conversations, a lot of information exchange and also a lot of uh, uh, like collaborative way of working together. Yeah. And, and I think like this, the challenges also can become fun again, you know, when you're not alone on them. So yeah, on so many levels, such a great project. Really, and I, I also see a huge potential to engage in circular strategies to raise production quality in Bangladesh, especially because, I mean, Bangladesh is very well known for very cheap production. So uh, the textile and apparel industry is usually moving there to have like very low cost products manufactured. And uh, that also means that there is low margins in the products and uh, by hiring the quality, especially through innovation, and if it's then also very sustainable in a social and in an ecological way, I think that's a huge potential also to uh, for stabilizing the economy in the in the future. Yeah. That, that really gives hope. But I think obviously we also need to touch on the fact that last week um, was the 10-year Memorial Day of Rana Plaza. And if you don't know what Rana Plaza was, it used to be a five or six-story building in Bangladesh uh, with five different factories inside. And they were working for, I think, 29 different Western companies. And that building collapsed, even though there were known uh, faults in the in the construction, um, the factory owners 
push their workers back into the factory on that day, the 24th of April. And then it collapsed and caused more than 1,100 deaths and way more than 2,500 uh, injured um, workers and is until today not really fully solved in the way of who is really responsible and how to compensate all these workers. Thank you, Max, for this explanation. And uh, we had some events also in Berlin. So which one uh, was it you attended last week? Well, I think the most important one for me really was the vigil on the 24th itself, um, where we had also invited a few important uh, civil society stakeholders from Germany that also, for example, lobby for the new due diligence law. But also we had the luck um, to have a speaker from the Bangladeshi civil society who represented their country and could um, talk openly and very, I think, passionately about the changes, but also what is still needed and the challenges ahead. Further raise the awareness. There has not happened enough on these topics, but there is a lot of uh, change in the country and um, we can... I guess with project like this, with Dare to Fato, really see a future for the country that is way more uh, self-esteemed also. And maybe um, just to link this back to also our fashion revolution campaign, there is now a new campaign called the One Hour T-Shirt. Which I'm actually wearing today as we are recording and probably also when our podcast today is released. It is a project uh, together with Deto Fato and produced by Global Apparel in Bangladesh. It's also a cradle-to-cradle um, product and it's sold for a price of one hour of your work. So there is like a accountant on the website. So please go on the onehourshirt.com. We will also mention that URL in our show notes as well as the Fashion Revolution campaign and of course also link to the event Max was just talking about and attending also last week for the Rana Plaza Memorial Day. And also let us know how what you think of that campaign because it's really it's also a new try to open up perspectives on how we can uh, change kind of this global industry and how to influence it from all sides and uh, become more post-colonial we hope to leave that way of thinking behind us uh, way of thinking way of acting and behaving behind us it's a lot of work also for us i think also i recognize on Still me every day but yeah i mean we're on a learning journey here uh, as in many areas we are talking about in our podcast series but uh, let's come to the next episode. Uh, we will talk about innovative materials. I mean, we are uh, we have been touching about innovative uh, materials already in this session. I mean, you'll learn that uh, there is a lot of innovation needed to really make good products or very good products. And um, we are very happy to talk to Matthias Fuchs of OceanSafe and Essie Glomp of the Berlin Textile Prototyping Lab. So uh, stay tuned and have a look in our show notes and uh, please uh, welcome you to our next episode in two weeks. In the meantime, please check out our 2030 Summit on Instagram and LinkedIn. <laughs>